Yes, yes, it's Amina's House Podcast, episode 157. Amina, say what? Another week? We are all here. I'm Sherlock Homeboy, a.k.a. Garnett Briscoe. Dexter Stuckey, a.k.a. Dex the One. Guys, so we have a special guest joining us today, which uh, Garnett has been had he's had sleepless nights over this guest <laughs> just dreaming of asking that one question of shooting his shot since Santana is joining the pod as well as Jonathan uh, Fernandez, who we know as her friend. They're like a tag team duo. So they're joining the pod in a little bit. Um, but I want to get into what's going on in our feed right away before they join us. So Ashanti versus Keisha Cole has been canceled. Uh, Dexter, oh, I, <laughs> I immediately thought of you, Dexter. Um, so Mr. Shanti here has COVID and literally we found out like an hour before they were supposed yeah. to go live, which surprises me that they're literally testing people up into the hour. Right. But before this happens, yeah, like you would think they would have tested people maybe like the day before, but I like it that they're like doing it really close to airtime because it leaves less room for people to go out and get infected. Um, so Ashanti is now infected and it was postponed. Dexter, as the biggest Ashanti fan, I know what were your thoughts on this? Well, OK, so first of all, I was in the process of getting ready to post my picture. Like I was ready to like post my picture, or whatever. And my fiance is like, did you see this? And she showed me a post from it was like the shade room or something like that, saying that it was canceled. And I was like, no, like, I don't know anything about this. <laughs> so I didn't post the picture. And then I went to Ashanti's page. And the first thing I saw was her story where she said she has COVID. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow. And I, it, like, I hate being a fan of people because then you can't really be like your true self. But I was pissed, actually, because I'm like, all last week, I'm like, I was talking to my friends. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. I don't think Ashanti's doing this um, versus battle. And they were like, why? And I'm like, well, she's in Africa. I just don't think I was under the impression that she's not going to be back from Africa in time to do that. Like that just doesn't make any sense. And she was back, but then she had COVID. And I was like, no, no, something just doesn't seem right. Well, you know, people were blaming the trip to Africa, which is why she went on that live, I guess, to explain where she got COVID from. Yeah, but she said, like, I didn't get it from that trip, but I got it from someone in my home when I got back home where it's like, well, what were they doing? Right. Well, someone said on my Twitter that her fan, she said she got it from a family member. Someone said on my Twitter, her family was with her in Africa. I'm like, guys, let's not start dissecting what Ashanti said. Like if she said she didn't get it in Africa, she said she didn't get it in Africa. You know, if she said she got it when she got back from her uncle or whatever, from hugging her uncle or something like that. I mean, why would she lie about that? <laughs> you know, she seemed very defensive when people were saying like you were backed out of it because you didn't want to go against Keisha Cole. She got like very defensive about that portion of it. I'm just saying this. This sound like it's been happening a lot in sports. They've been forfeiting games last minute. <laughs> teams don't want to play against other teams because it's like it's eh, we're gonna get embarrassed. This might be one of those cases, man. I don't know. It was a little last minute. She might not want to take that L to the face. Um, Keisha Cole got these hits, man. And Dex, I'm. You're supposed to be with her right now, man. Catching COVID? No, 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 no. Well, yes. You love her that no, much, right? You love her that much. <laughs> Biggest fan. You're supposed to be bringing her tea, making sure she all right, man. She need a lot more than tea if she got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? My friend Adam said the same thing. He was like, Ashanti didn't want that ass beaten. And I'm like, y'all. I don't blame her. 
I'm pretty sure that is not it, you know, but that's the conspiracy theory. She didn't want to go up against Keisha, you know. So here now here's the conversation. Do are we OK with it being like a virtual situation where she's in her house and Keisha's in her house or do we need them to be together? That's a really great question, because uh, I when I looked at this, I'm like, why is it canceled? Because of what it was before, you know, like you could still you still could have done a virtual one. But I feel like they wanted to ante up everything and start having that personal thing, take their production level up. I just don't think that they want to, you know, take that step back and have to do that and kind of like rob the fans of what we want. Like them being in the same room is so much better than online, especially with the technical difficulties and stuff like that. So I would much rather have it, you know, in person. So I don't know if I was Keisha, I would have been like, girl, you just had COVID. I don't want to be around you. <laughs> we don't. A couple of months ago, like, what was it in November? We literally were saying um, to we were literally saying to Donald Trump, to Joe Biden, do not debate Donald Trump. He had COVID. Don't debate him. Right. Now, at the same time, we're like, Ashanti, you better be in person with Keisha Cole. It's like, that's not how it works. Yeah. I wouldn't. But, you know, this is a great opportunity for both of them. I mean, we see, um, you know, numbers wise, what happens after they both appear on not both, but people in general appear on this. And it also gives like the newer generation a little insight into your music. You know, a lot of people want like I think for me, Gucci was the most uh, educating for me because I didn't know none of his songs, you know, and it hasn't been the case for the uh, the, you know, the versus battles for me. I've known all the music. So it's in, in a way an educational tool as well to help other people learn about these, you know, these artists music. So I just let someone into the chat. Ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> so, um, okay, I don't see anyone yet, though. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think the big takeaway from this is you never know where you're going to get it from. So don't, especially with, you know, Christmas coming up and, um, you know, the new year, don't be like so, I guess, confident that I, I'm with my family. There's no way right. something can happen. Like, no, something can happen Why with your family. It could be your uncle, your cousin, your stepsister, your mother, your father. You just don't know where people are. You know, people get sick around each other all the time. It's all the time. One person in the house, you're around them all the time, but one person to get sick and then it gets everybody else sick. So, right. So just be careful um, in the same vein, moving on. So this COVID vaccine, I, to be honest, I did not see them pushing it out before the year was over. Like they're shipping it right now. Like CVS and Walgreens are unpacking it right now. Uh, the first nurse has already taken the vaccine in New York. Um, obviously, they're saying the frontline workers are going to be the first on the front line to take this. I mean, I'm very adamant about waiting this out because I spent all these months not getting covid and being safe and sacrificing, I'm not going to go and let, then let you put fra fragments of the DNA into me via this vaccine. But have you guys kind of changed your thinking at all in any way regarding this vaccine now that it's actually here and it's going to be distributed? I, I mean, me personally, I, I would prefer not to get a vac vaccination. Like, I, I don't, I'm not an anti-vax type of person. I'm not. I just personally, I don't get flu shots and stuff like that. I get shots when I need to. But I don't, 
I really prefer not to do that kind of stuff just in general. Um, but if people decide that they want to do it, like I'm not arguing with them. I know we need 70 something percent of, of the population to get it. So if people are willing to go out there and get it, like I will be the last person to be a detractor because I want more people to get it so that I don't have to. <laughs> now, I, I got to agree with you, Dex. If I don't have to, then, yeah, why, why, why do it? Especially reading the reports from, you know, last time that we talked about it, about some of the side effects and things like that. And then to like see this article and it's the exact same thing and they're saying no side effects. I find that a little bit hard to believe, but who am I? You know, I'm just a person living that, <laughs> you know, I don't want to take it unless I have to. Um, also, I know uh, urgent care, actually, uh, a lot of urgent care is closed down because of the shipment of the uh, vaccines because they're sending help to the hospitals because they know th those lines are going to be super, super, super long. So you know what, though? Um, and, you know, I always play devil's advocate. I was talking to one of my friends and he was just pointing out how all of his white friends are like, yeah, we're going to take it. And this obviously might be a generalization, not all white people and not all black people. But from what he has picked up, like a lot of his white friends are more open to the vaccine than some of his friends of color, because obviously we have a distrust for uh, the government in general, given the history and the things that have happened to us. But do you think it is maybe a little ironic that the population that is affecting the worst is really the population that's pushing back on the vaccine the most in my in my work in my opinion now i'm not in everyone's home you know but this is just uh, a, a conversation based off uh, a, you know a topic based off a conversation that i had with a friend where he noticed that some of his white friends were more open to the vaccine than some of his you know black friends Dex, you want to take that first? <laughs> I mean, I, I agree with that. I, I was talking to my fiance. Oh, well, I will say that I don't know personally, like I don't know a lot of people who are not black. You know what I mean? Like most of my circles, <laughs> they're black and they're like not really here for it, like for the most part. And then for like, for different reasons, like this, this Tuskegee experiment comes up a lot. Like people right. mention that a lot. And it's like, this was something where the government administrated like an STD to people like that's like I mean that's kind of serious and then I see people saying that you know it's not the same and it's just like it's really easy to say that but it's difficult to convince people that it's not the same situation like you literally are allowing the government to give you a shot of a vac of, like, of a vaccination so I can understand why people are like distrustful of it mm -hmm. and it's also like I mean a lot of us don't even like to get the, the iPhone when it comes out because we want the kinks to be worked out. So go ahead and let you work the kinks out with these right. here and then I'll see what I can do. Now, yeah, I, I think that's a good point as well. Um, I mean, I haven't even picked up on uh, the kind of like ethnicity, uh, different opinions on it. Um, I do have white friends, but they everyone pretty much is in the same thing. You know, we're just, uh, I guess, scared or a little fearful about just what's happening and what's going on right now. Like, no one knows what the heck is going to happen. Like I said last week, you know, we read an article saying that it's almost finished, but it has this much stuff to go. And then this week has been, you know, and for the people that's paying attention, uh, you know, that paid attention to the elections and things like that. Uh, yeah, a lot of people just aren't trusting what's coming out of the people in power now. It's like, Based on history, like you were saying, Dex, with the uh, Tuskegee uh, experiment, like, it's, yeah. it's it's so much that goes against the um, the the regular public. 
so to speak. You know, it's, it's always something that we have to fight against or so always something that we have to question. They're always putting in a law or something that we can't do anything to defend, you know, so. Yeah. You know yes. what, though? And and did you see Letitia Wright said something about it? She plays uh, Shuri on Black Panther and they like dragged her. Yeah, I think that was yeah, well, 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 that's <laughs> it. That was the next thing. Like, can people be honest about their distrust of the vaccine and like celebrities? Because I feel like she said something and then people got mad at her for it. And I'm like, she's being honest about her, her, her thoughts regarding the vaccine. Like, so like with me, I look at that as a situation like you don't have to be an anti-vaxxer. You don't have to be that person. You could choose to just not get the vaccination yourself. Like as of right now, we have a choice. You know what I mean? There's rumors that they're going to make us um, like in order to take like international flights, you have to do it and all that stuff. Like we don't know if that's going to happen. But and if it does, then I think it's kind of like. I need to say how against this I am. But right now, where like you, you have a choice whether to take this or not. It's not being forced on you to come out and say that. It's, it's just a little asinine to me, and it's backwards because they there literally are people dying from this this um, this virus. People are dying like left and right every single day. And if there's a solution to help these people, like why would you come out as a public figure and say like I don't think people should do this? You have influence, and I think that's it's dangerous to speak like that. I agree with that. But I, then I also agree that with this particular vaccine, it has been rushed, you know, and um, there's some concern there. And I, I think it's valid for people to have concerns about a vaccine that they produce in seven months when it normally takes two to three years to produce an efficient vaccine. I think what we're going to see is a lot of people are going to get side effects and they're going to the doctors are going to be like, well, we don't know. Well, we don't know. Well, we didn't know, you know, and I wouldn't be surprised. And I'm not trying to be negative, Nancy. But if they recall it at some point, because there have not been enough trials done. And I do think that as a personal person, it's OK to have those reservations. But I kind of agree with you a little bit too, Dexter, where it's like when you are a celebrity, you do have the influence. And that's kind of like the double edged sword of being a celebrity. You know, you as a person, uh, as a person, you are entitled to your opinions. But then when you open it up to the world inadvertently, you can influence people. And I could see why people would be upset that you shared your opinion. Yeah. No, I, I really think um, even in that manner, yeah, it's, it's more so, I guess, just watching how you say it and just going back to uh, the messenger. You know, some people may have wanted to hear that, but maybe not from her, you know, I, I, for whatever reason. But, um, yeah, as far as that, having a celebrity, having a power, having a platform, I do feel like, you know, she is uh, – I mean, I, I appreciate her sharing her actual thoughts on it, but you have to expect some kind of backlash when you do have that much platform and people are going through real things um, and you, you know, want to put something out there to question it, you know, because you kind of taking people's hope at that point. And I completely understand it. But, you know, for the families that have been through it, that have lost people, that's their only hope. You know, mm. outside of, you know, God, that, that that's their only hope is this new vaccine that's going to clean everything up. So, you know, I, I think she probably just need to keep that in mind before uh, tweeting that. But I, I don't really have a problem with what she said. She was 
speaking Be honest. Yes, right. speaking your mind and doing exactly what I'm doing is questioning what's happening and what's going on. So, right. Uh, shifting gears a little bit. So Christmas is upon us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, I at least in my family, there's already like some drama regarding how many people who's going where. Um, I mean, there's even even been rumblings, you know, for Thanksgiving. I had my mask on and I've heard, you know, some people are like, well, why you got a mask on? You ain't getting no COVID over here. Girl, you don't know where we getting COVID from. So what's the vibe at your house for Christmas? Um, is there any drama related to getting together or the mask wearing? What, what are you guys going to do? I'm not wearing a mask. I am going to go see my family. Um, but this year was a little different. It was weird, even with Thanksgiving. Um, you know, usually my family like gets to get like I have to bounce around. But those like three families, three parts of my family that I have to go through is always, you know, a lot of people at one house. This year it wasn't that. It seems like everybody, you know, cooked their own kind of Thanksgiving dinner. And if they didn't, they just stopped past and then left. It wasn't really like a gathering. It was just, hey, you know, what's going on, family? All right, where the food at? I got my containers. <laughs> I'm up out So I'm 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 assuming, you know, it, it, it may be a little different with uh Christmas, uh, because you know, you're giving gifts, you want to see people open it and stuff like that. So maybe might stay a little longer. But uh, other than that, yeah, I'm bouncing around. I'm right back in the house. Mm. Um, well, so for Thanksgiving, we all took COVID tests before we went over to my parents. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and because, <laughs> of, because of Ashanti, I'm going to need everyone to take a, a COVID test for Christmas, too. It's got to happen. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. I actually really like that. And then and, and it's a limited amount of us, too. Like, it's only like my immediate family. And we go to my, my, my mom's house or my parents' house and like we we go Christmas Eve and then we like bake cookies and play games and all that kind of stuff like that. We open one gift 12 o'clock Christmas day, and then we go to sleep, wake up, do breakfast and then do like Christmas day. So, so because we're Spanish, there's a thousand people in my family. My mother's literally one of eight. Now two of her sisters have passed away, but that still leaves six brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. with two or three kids. So literally like, It's impossible for my immediate family to get all together because my immediate family is literally like 35, 40 people. I'm not even making that up. But um, but yeah, I mean, for us, it's it's really just going to be I mean, it's it's a little bit more than what I, you know, would like. But, um, you know, my uncle is kind of going through some health issues, so. We just want to spend a Christmas together. So it's kind of been like that, that idea, like. Our uncle is going through some health stuff. Do we let COVID not spend this time together? You don't know what life is going to bring. So we're going to do it and I'm going to wear my mask. And my family is so hard headed that like, God forbid I tell them to take a test. They're going to be like, who are you to tell us what to do with our bodies? You know, <laughs> so um yeah, um, I, I, it will be a little bit too many people for me for for close to comfort. But because of my uncle, we're all going to get together and I'm going to wear my mask and be responsible. Um, and I'm just you know, I'm hoping that they uh, follow suit, which I doubt. <laughs> what I don't like is the judginess of people that actually wear masks, you know, like they're trying to be safe. Let them be safe. Let them do whatever makes them feel comfortable. If they need space, give them space. You know, it it just looks a little awkward. And I think people just call it out when you see one person only wearing it. (laughs) It's like it. 
ostracizes you a little bit, but I, I understand it. Yeah, you definitely got to uh, still be safe and respect people if that's what they believe in, if, if that's what they're doing and right. that's how they're staying safe and, you know, uh, being role models for the people around them. Let them do that. Okay. So we're waiting for Sin Santana and Jonathan Fernandez. We're so excited. Uh, whenever you guys are ready, you can join. Uh, we are ready to talk to you, especially Garnett. Hi, guys. I mean to say what? I'm Garnett Briscoe, a.k.a. Sherlock Homeboy. Good morning to y'all. Uh, Dex Stucky, a.k.a. the one. Good morning. You guys look good so good. Thank y'all. Y'all too. Y'all look nice and cozy. He floating <laughs> over there with the <laughs> background. I love it. You I know. We're just <laughs> <laughs> so did we. <laughs> so Garnet has been waiting all night to talk to you, Sin. He was texting us till like two in the morning. Is this okay? Is this okay? <laughs> Listen, I, I'm not honest. <laughs> this is the best Tuesday of my life. I'm telling my friends. I just can't to like wake up and like see Sin Santana on my screen and like have her acknowledge me. This is important. <laughs> day, so Listen, I could tell you put some effort into the outfit. I love it. <laughs> I didn't want to be gaudy and put my jewelry on for you. So I, I, I left that upstairs, but you know I'm here. I'm present. I just want to say thank you. You look like you smell very. <laughs> okay, that's gonna be a whole a whole pod conversation. Pooh is gonna bring that up later when it comes to you guys. But like, I literally during the quarantine, I fell in love with both of you guys. The videos, the dancing videos. Um, I mean, the singing videos. The air, the Ariel video was my favorite one. Like, I, I literally, like an hour of my life, I was scrolling watching you guys sing and dance during the quarantine. So thank you for that. That was so funny. And thank you for watching. Yeah. So you guys are coming back to VH1. We're really excited about that. Love and Hip Hop Secrets Unlocked January 4th. So this is going to be a little different. You guys are getting together with other cast members from the other shows, New York, Atlanta, Miami, and all of that. And you're going to rewatch these episodes and then you're going to play unhidden episodes. So I'm sure you guys taped this already what kind of little secrets are going to come out? Like, how was this experience being with the other cast members via Zoom? It was a little different. You know, like, at the end of the day, we're also fans of the show. I think everybody who's on the show is a fan of all the other franchises. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of cool for the first time to film with, like, Rashida and Kirk and Mama D and Amara La Negra and her mom and Bobby Lights and everybody else who was on it. And so it was kind of cool for all of us to get together and watch everybody's experiences and stuff. It was very different plus yeah. you'll see us in a different light you'll see us playing games and drinking and crying together over what happened or laughing or a little bit of drama because hello it is loving <laughs> hello <laughs> that's what we live for <laughs> it's are you guys going to revisit the whole situation, Sin? Like last time, you know, they put you in a little uncomfortable situation with Joe and Tahiri and Erica. Do you guys unpack that any further on these episodes? I only know Joe and Erica. I don't know about the other person. We don't really talk about that person because oh. we don't know who Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I love that answer. <laughs> I, think that is, I love that answer. I love like that. I don't know my two exes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so she, okay. So, all right. So maybe she wasn't a part of the filming. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't, 
they had they had kind of like the like like it was like a like a love and hip hop all stars of sorts. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yeah, so no, she was an honor. Oh okay. I uh, I kind of have a different question. Um, just uh, me from my personal experience. I know I've been through a lot. I've battled with depression. I've I've done a lot to get to this point and grow. Uh, I know during the quarantine and stuff, I you know took some therapy sessions and stuff like that. So I wanted to know. Uh, you know, just being a fan of sin and stuff like that. I know you've been through a lot. What are some of the things that have helped you grow, um, you know, just mentally and staying mentally sharp, you know? Um, mental health is definitely something that's very near and dear to my heart. So hearing you even speak on that, that's super, super dope. Um, therapy is definitely a great outlet. I have a therapist myself. I recommend it to whoever can get a therapist. Nice. That's also a luxury too, right? So we're very lucky that we can get someone to talk to and pay for that mm-hmm. professional help. Um, if you can't afford professional help, there's still spiritual help and emotional support that yeah. you can get from good friends. Like I always, I'm always making sure I'm around great energy like that's why i'm literally attached to jonathan's hip like we we make sure we feed each other that energy you know what i'm saying you want to get friends that understand you and know your love language and know when to leave you the fuck alone i don't know if i could curse here can i oh you're good you're good (laughs) know when to make you laugh you know what i'm saying just people that understand you and i also feel like because of the pandemic we're so attached to social media now and our phones and stuff and just the the internet i feel like we have to be very careful with what we consume because what you consume daily like that will turn yes. into what is you you know what i'm saying so i think people don't think about that because they're just they're just on the phone they just like whatever i'm on my phone but the truth is like what your mind and your eye like what, what you put in front of you it will stay right here and mm-hmm. you'll see it manifest in different ways so i think just being mindful of being present that's important too mm-hmm. and i'm happy to hear that you know you're you're like you're trying to like do things for your mental health yeah, That's definitely. Good for you. It's, it's, you know, I, like I said, I've been through a lot just personally and uh, just where I'm at in my life. I'm looking forward to just grow. You know, eventually I, I don't have any children right now, but eventually I want to be able to leave a legacy and leave them with gems that I didn't have growing up. So I'm just trying to take, you know, the best steps forward to put that in motion. Good for you. That makes me happy. Aw, <laughs> Pooh. Look, I put a smile on Sin face. This is a great day. <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm over here wondering if she got a filter on. Like, she's glow. What is that little glow in the back? No, I wish. <laughs> so, guys, when the pandemic first hit, I, I literally was watching Love and Hip Hop atlanta when the pandemic first hit and they covered it like exactly like what the conversation was with the cast and everything and i remember the scene where kirk is like they were they were like we're shutting down production and kirk was like well what are we going to do now and i remember thinking about like across the board like like reality tv stars like what what exactly do you do when you can't film you can't do anything and i think both of you guys have really done a lot with your entrepreneur skills throughout the pandemic can you tell us a little bit more about that you know, I think it, I think it kind of put people in a place where it was like, what, where are we going to funnel this energy and this creativity? A lot of people ran to OnlyFans. But for me and Sam, that wasn't an option. And so we're not knocking it because I would never no, sex shame anybody. But it wasn't an option for me. 
And so what we decided to do, we're both germaphobes. So we were literally, we're the matriarchs of our family. We're the, we're the leaders. So we're in supermarkets. We were the ones taking care of everybody, made sure everybody had food, but we were still putting ourselves at risk and we were scared. So we yeah. said, damn, you know, it would be lit if we could use, if we could get the lights that they used in like the nail salons or in the hospitals to sanitize stuff, if we could have it on the go to sanitize stuff. And sure enough, she put her brain to it. I put mine and we came out with a whole company yeah. where it's literally a UV wand that you can use to sterilize things on the go. You can use them on your <laughs> shoes come home, and honestly, it's that's kind of how we've been able to stay sane. Flora clean. When I saw that, I said, this makes so much sense. And that's why I was like, we have to make sure we like put that out there. I really want people to know that they're doing this. Also, like, how do you guys keep up with your skin routines and like staying fit till during quarantine? Because everybody else, me, during quarantine, just like let it go. Yeah. And Jonathan, you look so pretty. Like, sin is pretty, but Jonathan is giving face over there. Like, (laughs) Jonathan is perfect. Jonathan is actually my uh, my skincare guru and makeup artist. <laughs> no, wait, I'm joking. So Jonathan knows all of the all of the tips, all of the tricks for skin. So yeah. I kind of just go through stuff and do whatever, like I do what he does, literally. Um, like he can tell you more about skin because I'm still the type of bitch to fall asleep with my makeup on. Sometimes I hate it. Right, like, we'll same. It. But as far as like diets and stuff, yo, Jonathan and I, we have been on something this pandemic. Like, well, not this pandemic. Like it comes every other season. I, I hope it's the last of it. I mean, during this time, because it's so easy to be home in quarantine and just yeah. eat. We be bored. We get anxiety. We got feelings. So we just be eating, eating. When I tell you, Jonathan and I have done every detox under the sun, have drank every green juice. Like, we she just started. She lost weight boots. During yeah, the- I lost like 22 pounds. Wow. Started getting- That's amazing. And I was like, bitch, what the fuck are you doing? Put me in her. <laughs> <laughs> I have to send you the detox if you guys are interested. It's a really, really good detox. Um, I have a holistic healer and she's super awesome. And you know, you're, it's also like detoxing your mind and your soul. So it's not just losing weight. It's like all around thing. And I, I feel like it was life changing for us. Like Mm. it was the start of many, many great things. Yeah. Detox um, the weight and food. I detox people. And so we're swell. Everybody need that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Look, write write a book on that. You guys can collaborate together and how to detox. We yeah. have a podcast coming out. So <laughs> when we do a little podcast, maybe you guys can come on and we could talk about some things. That'll be yes. fun. I like y'all. Listen, I did a two-week cleanse. Dr. Ian, do you guys know who Dr. Ian is? Yeah, I yeah. did. I did his two week cleanse changed my life. Like detoxing literally will change your body, your mindset, like everything. It's powerful. It will just put you somewhere else. It's it's like redirecting your energy. Like if you keep going straight, nothing's going to change. Sometimes you got to go left. Sometimes you got to go right. You just yeah. got to redirect. That's what a detox does. So this is a great segue because I wanted to talk about the EP Redirected Energy. That is your EP. Girl, you are an artist. Girl, you are singing out here like Selena. (laughs) And 
And, um, you know, you're putting out a lot of music. It's like we're Spanish and in the Spanish culture, freestyle was like a big thing for us. So I hear a lot of elements of that. I, I hear a lot of R&B elements. You're singing, you know, now that you're stepping into like this new phase of your life. How is it, you know, with the reality TV and the singing, you know, how has all of that been? Have people been open to you like, you know, really elevating in your life and, you know, starting this new thing? I think that being an independent artist on a reality television show is a gift and a curse. I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, well, she already got the, she got fans or she, she's on a show. She's on a platform. She has millions of followers that actually does not matter. Right. Not really. I'll be honest. Um, you have to like, I may have supporters in a fan base, but they are fans of the personality on a show, right? Personality on social media, you know, now I need to show them that I am also an artist and what my artistry is like. And now I need to gain respectfully with, with work, gain those fans and people, you know, everything's, very saturated now on social media. People are taking a lot of things in. So just because I'm on a t television show, like that may not really translate in my music. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like I got to work just like every other artist. Yeah. And I do this because I love it. I don't, it's not, I do it because I love it and I hope it touches as many, spe as many people as possible. Well, I will say that it did touch me. Um, <laughs> I used to listen to this clip. Like, it's a viral clip that went viral from Viola Davis like a couple of months ago. And it just talked about like, you know, like being confident and all that stuff on yourself. And today I was listening to the redirected energy intro. And it, the first line is yes. um, be who you know yourself to mm -hmm. be. And I kept listening to it and I listened to it on repeat as I'm brushing my teeth and stuff like that. And I really do feel like this album just gives like or EP gives like really positive energy and i think that's necessary especially the way the world is going right now today like you did an amazing job with it you did an like a really amazing i really job. love that you appreciate the intro that intro literally the yes. it was done the, the morning i woke up i was like wait there's something missing on this ep i want like because like well i always refer talk about jonathan because we're literally like this like it, we're inseparable so we're very spiritual Aww. and I just wanted to start the EP on like a grounded, like, you know, like just like remind yourself, like it's, it's just, it's for me, it's so much bigger than just putting two verses and, and a hook together. You know what I'm saying? It's like, look, while you were brushing your teeth, you took something in the first part of your day, you know, like that's important. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I appreciate that. Thank you. So the intro to me, because I know you on such a personal level, I don't even think I ever told you, but I feel like the intro to me kind of feels like the way that you give me advice. So like when we're having dinner, I'm telling if I'm spiraling and losing it and, and whack a doodle time, the way that you <laughs> me off the ledge, the intro kind of feels like that. Aw, that's what I wanted to feel for everybody. So I'm happy. Yeah, it feels like God is talking to you, like a woman God. <laughs> <laughs> trying oh, to zen, trying to zen you out. <laughs> Don't fuck that bitch up, my child. <laughs> right. <laughs> Calm down, my child. Don't slash the tires, my child. <laughs> Good vibes. Crowbar down, my child. Put the crowbar. <laughs> Don't send the DM. Don't you know? Blast them on social media, my child. Put the Twitter fingers down. <laughs> How do you guys do that? I do feel like on the shows, like across the brands of Love and Hip Hop, there's 
there's not a lot of like balance with with some of the cast members. I always feel like like in some of the the cities, everybody's rambunctious. Like everybody is in the storylines, like fighting and whatnot. And I think New York, which by the way is my favorite one, there's like a balance in it. And I think you guys really do provide that balance. Like you guys obviously are in the mix, like you have your stuff going on. But when there's like tension and stuff, I always feel like you guys are kind of like not always just in it. You don't choose sides, but you always seem to be on the right side. Like, how do you manage to do that? Especially because you're friends with people who are in conflict with each other. Well, like, I get a bad rep for it, but I think that loyalty and honesty is always going to ring true. And I think that when you're having these experiences in front of a camera, I think people will do anything to deflect and make themselves seem like they're not the culprit or they're not to blame or they're not this or they're not that. For me, I just navigated from truth and honesty and loyalty. I'm going to stay loyal to those who are loyal to me, but I'm going to call it like I see it. So if I feel like sin is in the wrong, I'm going to be like, well, friend, you know, maybe you contributed this to that. And if she didn't, well, then I'm going to defend her whether she's in the room or not. Yeah. Uh, Pooh, you want to go to the questions from our listeners? Yeah, I have uh, one last question for uh, this. Can go for the both of you. Um, I asked my uh, followers. You know, I was excited. I get a chance to interview Sin Santana today. Do you guys, you know, have any feedback? Anything that you want to ask? And uh, this question is from uh, at underscore s dot underscore dimps. Uh, she wanted to know what was the biggest lesson you learned from your last relationship. <laughs> <laughs> The, the biggest one? Yeah. <laughs> There's so many. <laughs> yeah, it, that's such a layered question. There's so many. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I feel, I okay, so I feel like humans learn the same lessons many times, right? I can tell you something that I keep learning and maybe for my next relationship, I will finally apply it. Um, I have learned that you're really, and we hear this all the time. I really feel like relationships should be kept in private a little bit just because yes. like we've lived life already. We were here. We know what this is like. We're adults. We know what it is. We're on social media. People are evil right and of course like everyone's gonna do whatever they want right so if we're in a relationship you're supposed to be faithful committed to me all these things whatever but the truth is yo when you put something out into the world in front of people like people just have the evil eye people now with social media you can make fake pages and you know once again right back to mental health like it's so easy to just get in in someone's head and like say things and now you bring that back to your relationship and it's just like this energy that you don't really need, that right. you didn't really create, or did your partner, all, all because you just wanted to showcase your relationship. So I just feel like, you know, if you could keep it private, keep it private, just tell your close families, your loved ones, the ones that you know are gonna protect you about your love and just enjoy that in privacy. Mm-hmm. You know, like all of Instagram and Twitter or uh, a national television uh, show network don't need to know about your relationship. <laughs> Yeah, because then they then they put themselves in your relationship and it creates drama, perpetual drama. Yeah, it does. And it's just it's a lot. It's so heavy. Real quickly. How about you, Jonathan? What what did I learn about being in a relationship from your last relationship? Yeah. 
steer clear of motherfuckers in the music industry. <laughs> <laughs> they lie and they cheat. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. We had such a great conversation with you guys. Love and Hip Hop Secrets Unlocked, January 4th. Uh, redirected Energy, the EP is out. And show, show them the business. The little UV light. Laura Clean, you better get your commercial voice, girl. Laura Clean. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye, uh, bye girl. <laughs> so that was great. Thank you for joining us, Sin Santana and uh, Jonathan Fernandez. So hopefully now, Moving forward, we can have them continue to come on. So I, I love talking to them. They were great. Yeah. It was so energy. much fun. It's a beautiful morning. It's not the, how can you start? To, how can you have a bad day after that? You can't. She, is, she's very pretty. Very, both of them. <laughs> yes, yes. Both of them. And very, very intelligent. You can tell. Yes. Very uh, and open, too. Like, very, very open. Cool. Yep. Well, it's, it's hard sometimes for intelligent women um, in 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 certain relationships and intelligent people in general, because you're not just gonna take the okie doke, yeah. you know. You're not gonna you're not gonna tell me just any BS and think that I'm gonna be like okay, like no. I think for myself. I have an opinion, you know, and um, I'm gonna act that way. So, what a great weird way to end the year, right, guys? I think so. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, it was uh, actually it's been a, it's been a crazy year, but it's been like when, when you do look back on it, we've done a lot, especially during the time like right now where we wasn't, you know, like this was supposed to stop. We didn't know what was going to happen. So for us to continue and figure it out because it's moving pieces, uh, schedules is crazy. Jobs is crazy. So, to you know, just be here and still be able to deliver, you know, good interviews and have great guests. It's a blessing. Yes, like I feel like I've learned so much. Like, I mean, for instance, we just learned about the Grammy nomination process. Like, I think that like if the quarantine period did not happen, that conversation wouldn't have happened. You know what I mean? Like, I think everything does happen for a reason. And I think like this show has brought like so much like new energy like into my life. I really do appreciate it. This is this is great. Well, I just I just think <laughs> like in general, you know, there's a lot of bad stuff that we can name when it comes to 2020. But I think for the podcast, you know, 2020 has really just been a defining year because prior to the pandemic, I we struggled getting on the same schedule. You know, we're all very busy and it never even occurred like, let's do it via, you know, the Internet or Zoom wasn't even a thing. No one was talking about Zoom, you know, so the pandemic really forced us to adopt this new model which has now turned into something that we push out to youtube mm -hmm. you know so i as much as as trying as this year has been i think for the podcast it's really been a significant really staple year mm -hmm. and i'm just really grateful to you all because it's really come together like first it was just me and then Pooh came on board and, you know, he started producing the pod and then he became, you know, a host on the pod. And then Shayna came into the fold and then Dexter came and it's like 
we've built like we're the transformers <laughs> the avengers Let's get the yeah avengers. we're avengers we're the avengers like and you know even after the pandemic is wrapped i i really like this this medium mm-hmm. you know i want to continue to do it and you know we've had so many top moments like what are your top as we you know we're gonna wrap up so we're gonna take a two week break let people deal with the holidays and things like that. And we'll be back at the top of the year. But like when we think about this year, what were your top podcast moments for you guys? The Nisi Nash conversation, because like it was so like it was weird because like I feel like you are one of those people that like for me, I think you're one of the most intelligent people that I know. Um, and like to have something that like you think that I don't agree with as crazy as this. <laughs> is, it was like really like comforting to me to know that it's like, okay, this is someone who you think is very smart and you don't agree with what they're saying. And you can professionally say to them that I don't agree with this and you guys can have a conversation about it. And I know that sounds small, but like, it's actually a really big thing because usually like sometimes in these kind of situations, you're just like, okay, like, okay. Even though you don't agree, but it was like, I don't know. It's just, it's making me get better as a journalist and as a, as a person doing podcasts. Yeah. Growth, growth, growth. Um, my favorite. Wow. It's, it's been, all right, so we've had some beautiful guests on here. Uh, shout I'm out to yeah, <laughs> He's getting stuck at the top of my brain. Um, but I honestly probably wouldn't say any of those. Honestly, I think um, when we had uh, Rosebud's Investments on, uh, I forget her name. I apologize. Jamisa. Jamisa. Um, when we had her on, I think that was just one of those, like, defining moments. You know, just for me, it was just very... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Educational. You know, it was very, uh, you know, it, it, it sparked something in me to go and see what's going on and to really, you know, dig into another another thing in my career. So um, I'll say that's probably my favorite because it really put me into action. Um, and, you know, I, I try to apply those things to my life. So that's probably my favorite. Um, outside of that, sheesh. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's just been a lot. It's so much. Yeah, it's it's been a lot, and it's been a lot in such a short amount of time that mm-hmm. literally, like, that conversation felt like yesterday, but it wasn't. It was like three or four months ago. <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, I'm just blessed to be in this opportunity. We, uh, you know, have this opportunity. Um, Mina, you mentioned even starting out the podcast. You know, just was you, and you know, you felt as though I could help. And, you know, you added me on as a host. And I, I think that's a, a blessing that says something to you, just like Dex was saying, just intelligent and just seeing where things can go and really try to, you know, bring this together and build a family out of it. So thank you. Also, also I learned a lot from you, Mina, about how to go about doing things. Like, for instance, one of the things that you, this is crazy to me, and I tell people about this all the time. One of the things that we literally talked about, the Grammy nomination, we had a whole episode about it and how we didn't like certain things, how we like certain things. The very next week, you're like, I have somebody on here, people on here who are going to explain how this process works. Then the Takashi documentary was out and everybody was talking about it. You're like, guys, next week, I'm having the director of the, the creator of the documentary on the show. Like, those types of things, I think, like, really play into, like, how great the podcast really is. And I just, I, my goal for 2021 is more people to know about it. Yes. And, you know, for me, you know, I, I'm a journalist. I went to a journalism school. So I think 
uh, that is always very present in my presentation. Um, you know, when it comes to blogging and internet journalism, isn't always at the top of everyone's list. You know, um, it's more about like gossip and rumors and we live in that world. So at least for us, I understand that everybody has an opinion and that's really what podcasting is all about. This is my opinion. But on the journalistic level, everybody has an opinion. But what is the truth? So and let's talk to the people who could provide some of the truth, you know, and that's really why I do those kinds of things, because I'll I'll we'll have a conversation about our feelings or our thoughts or our opinions, but let's talk to people who are actually in these rooms and see what their thoughts and feelings and opinions are. So that's where, where I think the journalistic aspect comes in different. Let's explore what we're actually talking about. Yeah. You know, I mean, at one point, I think I even wanted to have a sexuality counselor come on because we disagreed so much about Niecy Nash, whether she was gay, whether she was not gay, whether she was sexually fluid, whether she's attracted to women or not. We agreed about that, disagreed so much that it's like, let's talk to somebody who literally works with people that identify in a different gender than we do. Let's talk to that person so they can explain to us if, if someone's attracted to a woman, have they always been attracted to that woman? If someone's attracted to that man, have they always been attracted to that man? Mm -hmm. So that's really what I tried to bring to the podcast. And, you know, I think one of the top moments for me was more so just watching us grow as individuals. You know, um, I get a sense of like helping other people. You know, when I first got into radio, I thought my purpose was to, be on the radio. But now that I've been in it, I've been in it since I was 18, you know, it's been 15 years and, um, you know, going on 15 years. And it's like, I, I've done what I need to do. You know, I've grown. I always have a lot of growing to do, but I, I get a sense of purpose when I see other people growing, you know, like it makes me feel like I was put on this earth for something more than just to be, a, to talk my ish on the radio. It's like, Garnett, you know, I mean, I don't you know, I try to be as vocal as I can, but I I got such a sense of relief to know that Jamisa helped you find your way in some way, mm -hmm. you know, and um, that's really all I hope for, you know, and I think my favorite episodes was really the Sukiyana interview mm -hmm. just because <laughs> I felt like we did a really good job as a team. You know, just talking to her and weaving in and out of the questions. She was very entertaining. I thought we got through that very well, you know, and myself, I'm in this new role where I'm producing the podcast, you know, in the past, you know, I've always just been responsible for me. Right. You know, and then when I started doing mornings, I wasn't responsible for other people because I was on a morning show and there was a boss that was responsible for us. So I didn't have, you know, the power to be like, well, this doesn't really sound right or this needs to be better. You know, I was more so like I have to follow direction from someone regarding me and how I fit into that puzzle. So this is the first time that I'm putting together a team that I feel like is capable and trying to, you know, create something that's more than just what everybody else listens to. Yeah. So um, that's really been my highlight, just watching you guys grow and really just us as a team and trying to figure out like what our spaces are and when to go, when not to go, you know, and stuff like that. So even, even that part that you just mentioned at the end, you know, we talk about that just uh, as far as like making sure, you know, I'm timely, you know, trying to get, get my point in. That's actually translated like into real life and like helped me out into real life as well. That's not just 
on a podcast. So I want to say thank you for that as well. Oh, we're getting all mushy. <laughs> so I guess the last question is, who do you feel like we talked about the most this year? Uh, <laughs> probably Drake. Drake. Drake's name came up a lot. Um, Hard not to say Drake. Cardi B came up a lot, too. That was my thought. Yeah, we she, talked about Megan quite a bit, too. Cardi had a really good, like, like, uh, a strong first half of the year. Like mm-hmm. it was like super, super soft. I felt like we were talking about her a lot more. I think the most consistent is either Drake or Meg Thee Stallion. That's been like all the way through the entire year, I believe. Yeah, I agree. So, um, I mean, and it's for Cardi, it's amazing that she literally hasn't even put out an album and we're literally talking about her all the time. I mean, her album came out two years ago, I think, at this point. Megastar. You know, so it's like the fact that we're still talking about her. And I think it's her, you know, her personality on Instagram that also adds to that, you know. And she she has a banging lead up to the album, mm-hmm. you know, with WAP. And, you know, people are talking about her. I mean, I, I saw something like WAP is the most, like, Googled lyric song of the year. <laughs> like, oh, <I'm> sure. <laughs> right, like y'all little nasty asses. Y'all wanted to see what she was saying. <laughs> it's, it's, it's either the super old people and the super young people. <laughs> right, we know what the hell WAP means. No. It's, it's those extremes. <laughs> <laughs> right, or even the lyrics, like what exactly is she seeing? Like beating up, I'll catch a charge. You know, like... <laughs> I like it hard and extra large. Like people are Googling these lyrics. So I mean, if someone said stick this big Mac truck right in this little girl, I might want to Google that to see exactly what that appears to be as well. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's been an amazing year. Um, shout out to Shayna. Shayna's dealing with, you know, some health stuff. Uh, we're praying for you, Shayna. We love you. And everybody's dealing with something, you know, so um you know, uh, we wish she could be here, but she'll be back at the top of the year. So I really hope you guys enjoy your Christmas. Yes. And, um, you know, anything you want to say before the year wraps? This is our last one. That's it. I mean, we ended with a bang since Santana and Jonathan Fernandez. Like wear your mask. When we come back, we'll be talking about Ashanti and Keisha Cole during their versus battle, which Ashanti will win. And uh, hopefully like COVID will be headed on out the door. Mm-hmm. Listen, uh, New Year coming up is going to be same mission. Uh, you know, we got to work together, work hard to get where we need to be at. Also, uh, we're going to have a new president by the end of January. So New Year, it'll be a whole new look for all of us. The vaccine will be out. I don't know what that's going to do. But the New Year, is, is hopefully, is really the fresh start it's supposed to be. Yeah. I just want to thank everyone who's been listening. Um, You know, we're number three in, you know, a couple of countries. And I mean, uh, everyone who's popping in Egypt. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So I just want to thank you. If you if you're listening, if you've ever watched a YouTube video, if you ever followed us on social media, out Mina's house at Mina's house pod. Um, we are growing. Uh, this is a significant year for us. I feel like we did come together like the Avengers and um, 
you know, it's only up from here. And if anyone out there is going through anything and this year was super tough on you, I just hope that this podcast it manages to like be an inspiration in some way. Whereas like even in the midst of this craziness that's going on, we found something positive to be happy about. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, a little something to look forward to in the new year. So I hope everybody out there does that. Look for the positive in your life. Don't just, um, you know, focus on the negative. Because like Sin said, those feelings, that energy becomes you. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you in the new year. It's the 157th episode wrapping up for the year of 2020. By 2020, we ain't going to miss you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean to say what? Garnett <laughs> Briscoe, a.k.a. Sherlock Homeboy. Dex Stucky, a.k.a. Dex the One. Bye, guys. Talk to you next year. We miss you, Shayna. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Bye, guys.